This is the Meditation Conversation, and I'm your host, Kara Goodwin. And today we have Michael Massey joining us from the Seattle area. Michael has just returned from, I'll call it seclusion. I don't know that you would call it that, but um, he's been in the wilderness in um, the Mount Olympus area. And he had a very transformative um, experience or experiences while he was there. And so I'm so excited to hear from him. Really, this is another one of those episodes with Michael where I, I don't really even know what's in store for us because I'm going to be learning and hearing a lot of this for the first time right along with you. So welcome. Welcome back, Michael. Welcome back to uh, this this reality. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kara. As always, it's a pleasure to be here. So, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, certainly. This is kind of a, little, uh, a special edition of the yes. meditation conversation, if you will, and and. Uh, uh, so thank you all for anyone who's joining in to listen to this. And um, today is, I guess, be a little bit different. I just kind of got a, a story of uh, the share uh, that kind of happened. Kind of happened. Kind of happened. A little kinda bit. Kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, so I just thought I would share, record this. And and um, if it has merit, then we'll get it posted up, I suppose. Wonderful. Um, uh, I guess our, you know, the story starts off uh, a few months ago, um, even longer. And while I was still there in Sedona, and and I was uh, feeling this this call to come up here to the Seattle area, and there's maybe a few different reasons for that were drawing me up here, and and um, uh, and you know, I had been. I'd been, um, let's say I had a, quest, a personal quest or there's a spiritual quest or component to, um, when this, this journey to come up here and, and, uh, prior to leaving Sedona, I had, um, I'd done something I hadn't done in a number of years, which was, um, I kind of experimented a little bit more with some psychedelics and both in my, way of mushrooms and I also had uh, uh it was provided to me as a well, tabs of these LSD uh acid gel tabs that were um uh really well well hmm, somebody somebody poured a lot of love into what they did um and uh uh, but the, incidentally, you know, I ended up uh, in one one occasion. Actually, I did five tabs. <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> I know, I know, and and you know, I I, I felt the effects of it, but it didn't do a whole lot for me. And I was kind of just a cosmic joke kind of a thing, and it certainly didn't lead to any kind of breakthroughs or or um, um, uh, yeah, any kind of really sublime or transcendent experiences. And that um, I remember uh, having to some degree, you know, years ago. Mm -hmm. 
and um, you know, and along the way, I've, I've had various different breakthroughs. Sometimes there was, a, a, you know, early on, like you know, a decade ago, there were some, you know, somewhat facilitated by uh, um, uh, by maybe you know a psychedelic plant medicine, and uh, but many of the other, you know, the most of the, my most profound breakthroughs it came through uh, unaided. It, it, just Shazam and, and hey, surprise. Um, you know, there you go. You're in the cosmos. Um, <laughs> anyways, so uh, that's kind of a little bit of background, but I was feeling a number of different calls to come up here to the Seattle area. And uh, so my journey took me up uh, through uh, through the Sequoia National Forest. I went, first stopped off in my sister and, uh, down in Southern California, a place called Rainbow. And then Drove up to the Sequoias and then went through Shasta and I was kind of feeling the call of the mountains and and um, uh, there's mountain ranges going up um, kind of the coast there, um, starting kind of at Shasta up to Mount Hood in Oregon and then Mount St. Helens, Mount Mount Adams, uh, uh, Mount Rainier, which is fall, oh, and um, and then uh, Mount Baker and the and uh, then the Olympic Mountains on the Olympic Peninsula just uh, to the west of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first arrived here, um, kind of my, my base camp, if you want to call it, which is right here on the Puget Sound in a place called Polesbo or Bainbridge Island. And uh, when I first arrived, the very first day, I stepped out, of, pulled up, I got out of my car and I took two steps onto the property and I got a message that came to me. It was, it was really strong and really pertinent. And, and the message was that which you seek is uh, hiding within your pain. Within your pain. And within the, yeah. Look hmm. within your pain and you will find what you see. Hmm. And um, it was an interesting message and one that is, um, it was a little, there's a little shout out um, to a movie called, uh, a Guy Ritchie movie called Revolver. Okay. And uh, that's actually a thematic element of that movie, which is really a brilliant movie. It's um, a little on the violence side. It can be hard to watch, but um, it's one, one of the most astounding portrayals of um, um, the, the ego um, ever contained in film. It's a real brilliant movie. Anyway, so that, that was a theme from it. So when it hit me, it was somewhat familiar with that concept of, of uh, you know, what's hiding in your, in your pain. Uh, and I kind of had played around with that a bit while I was here, um, uh, trying to kind of decode that or, I wasn't necessarily making much progress, if you will, but, um, it still is lingering. So now about six weeks have gone by, uh, since, um, since I arrived, uh, here, up here in the Seattle area. And... A couple of weeks ago, I went up to Mount Rainier. That's a good friend of mine. We went and and uh, uh, camped there at the base of the mountain, and then we did a hike in to this place called Snow Lake. And in this, um, um, this is about about mile and a half, mile mile and a half uh, hike in a fairly steep elevation to, to climb up in there. And you get this mountain lake that's at sub 40 degrees temperature and went for a dip in that. And this is, we talked about this in the last one, right? So this is where you had the waterfall and you talked about the the water that you went in that 
was freezing and invigorating by your words and terrible for me. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and it was, there's some cool things now. I'm, you know, I have a, I was in the military once upon a time and, and I got out on a medical discharge. And so I have a disability status and which gets me into the national parks for free, which is pretty awesome. That's nice. Yeah. And, um, and as you know, kind of uh, this whole this the the downside of the disability thing is well, I got this I got this bum knee that you know giving me trouble throughout my life now, mm. and uh, there up at Snow Lake, you know, hiked in I think it was about a mile and a quarter in. Um, this there's a rock slide at the back of that lake, and I was climbing across those rocks, and I slipped and fell into the or foot slid down into this rock crevice and got stuck in there and I wrenched my knee mm. and um now I just and now I sat on a mile and a quarter walk or hike to get out of there which is whoa okay it was difficult but um I had with me a new staff that I was um I had been forging and, and oh I didn't realize it was a new one I thought it was your mm-hmm. one from Hawaii that you told us about okay no this is that one disappeared um no. Yeah, and I went back out to the land in which it had disappeared at, and I was looking around, and I found a new staff just laying up against a tree up there, and so I, I retrieved it and re, was re, basically reforged my old staff anew. And um, you must have lost it recently because didn't you have it? I had a replacement, but oh, the, the okay. original original Hawaiian one, yeah, disappeared up here in, in the Seattle oh, area. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it disappeared one night in the woods. It just poof gone. No way! And, oh my gosh! Yeah. So I went kind of looking for it, if you will, mm-hmm. and I found a replacement. And then I so I. I'd gone through all the a uh, number of different you know enchantments and preparations, strip the strip the bark, sand it down, all the different different layers of sandpaper, and then um, then go to polishing it, oiling it up, and um, firing uh, the ends of it. And there's a um, we could do a whole thing on podcast on uh, how to make enchantments of um, really? items, but yeah, wow. um, so. Uh, so I had this staff with me, thank, thank God that helped me get out of that. So I had to, you know, I had to hobble down and then just had to ice up my knee and I could barely move for a, you know, a, a few days. Oh man. And, um, so that was a, that was a couple of weeks ago and uh, Neil's knee's kind of been was healing a bit such, but was still kind of giving me some trouble. And then last week, of course, I go out to, to the Olympic Mount. So, um, and, uh, I just went out there to explore and I didn't know if I was going to be gone three days or how long, I didn't know. Um, just adventure time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I knew the first place I want to go was this place called Lake Crescent. And that was my first stopover. So I went to Lake Crescent as soon as I saw this thing. Wow. Okay. Just blew my mind. I haven't seen anything like it since, uh. Uh, since, since Lake Tahoe. In what regard? What well, what really struck a, you? It's the second largest lake in the in the uh, state of Washington, and it has uh, no nitrates in it. So, because with lack of nitrates in the water, then there's no algae, mm. and so the water is just is crystal clear. You can see the bottom from you know whatever depth, and then it turns into this like 
the sun hits it, it goes all turquoisey and mm-hmm. uh, it's just exquisite. And um, it's just like a big tub of holy water, which is pretty much what I described Tahoe. And I'm like, wow, there's an actually there's another lake that has that same attributes and a little more accessible, at least for me, than Tahoe is. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I hit this 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 lake and this campground there, I'm like, oh, I was just gonna do it one night there and then keep exploring. I'm like, I don't think so. I'm gonna stay here at least a couple of days. And um so I had rolled in on a Monday and um and uh uh booked aside for a couple of nights. Um and my first I only had about maybe a quarter mile, wasn't that far far to walk and a little bit of a climb down to get down to the lake, the, to the actual lake front or the beach area there from my campsite. And I did that on the first day and oh my goodness. And then my knee was just swelled up and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to be able to explore? Oh, just from that little the, Yeah, just, I'm like, okay, I don't think, you know, I just kind of cancel most of my plans and um, okay, I'm like, okay, I can take take some maybe some day trips and go explore and drive around some places, but this is not going to be a hiking adventure week, mm-hmm. not at all. And it's a, it was okay, and and so I ended up booking just the site for the rest of the week, mm-hmm. and so I had full seven days there, and I'm so glad I did. <laughs> that place <laughs> is so so the bomb. Um, and it was, it was just amazing. So I spent a few days, you know, of course, going down to the lake and, um, I spent a, um, a lot of time to, to just sitting and, um, uh, sitting in, in quiet reflection and appreciating, uh, the beauty around me. Uh, and then, um, you know, practicing, practicing, a an ability, uh, Of kind of, you could say it's working with the elements, but it's it's the way I kind of do it is I'll I'll just sit and I'm kind of looking out of forest and I'll just I pick a tree. I'll pick a tree uh, and um, and then I it's kind of a three three stage thing and is is if you to see a tree, okay, you can look look out and go okay. Uh, there's a tree. I see the tree. And then the, the next step is to look at the tree, to really look at it, to notice its leaves, to see the the way the sunlight is reflecting through it, to um, uh, uh, to notice its its nuances or whatnot, or there's a squirrel running through it, or um, uh, this is the color of the bark and this is the texture of it. it to really look at the tree and then eventually that moves to this next level which I would say I call it where to finally regard the tree and and this is the acknowledgement of the tree as a being if you will and its own thing and there's always a there's a little click in moment where where then when when the moment that this 
and I'm able to regard the tree, then it'll start to dance. Dance? Dance. The wind will come and it'll rip right through that specific tree and it just starts to, to dance. It's like it's, wow. hey, and finally it feels seen. Seen. It's mm. seen, right. And there's, of course, there's this, you know, quantum observe, you know, observer effect. So it's, you know, it just, just getting out of the, the minds, the thought processes, the whatever, and, you know, to go get so-called lost in the woods and let all that, you know, that metote, that whatever's going on in your mind just fall away. And then to just sit there and, and regard and appreciate a tree and then see this magic happen. And so I practice with trees uh, with the ultimate goal of like, how beautiful would it be to actually for us to regard each other you know, as humans this same way? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, you know, which is a, you say that, well, that's a little personal aim or goal is, is to, is to continue this practice and development uh, until I'm able to re really bring that into all of my relationships and, and, uh, um, and just a, just a natural way that I interact with people and with the world at large mm, is, is wow. this kind of, kind of way of seeing, looking and regarding. Mm, beautiful. So, uh-huh. Uh, it was really kind of a magic Magic time, and then you know, daily dips in the in, the, in this beautiful, amazing lake, and um, building fires at night, and um, yeah, it was a it was a it was a good time. And so, long now Thursday rolls around, which was on July thirtieth, and um. So I got up that day and I, I hadn't even thought about it before, but it uh, dawned on me for a moment there that, I'm like, oh my goodness, I still got, I got a, one of these tabs still available, and uh, that oh, I had with me. And I was thinking disabled uh, tab or something. Ah, okay. Nah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. Tab. Okay. I'm like, huh, well, this is a good place to do that. So I broke off this little tab and set it there on the picnic table and um, went down to the, uh, uh, went down to the lake to take a dip. And, uh, so I grab my staff and I'm, you know, making my way down to the lake and I started to, something kind of just, just came to me and I don't know if it came to me, uh, this this realization and I had this moment where I'm hobbling down to the lake and I just thought, well, you know what? This maybe this is it. This is it. This is it. Meaning this is my life, and that, um, you know, that I'm, I'm a, 
you know, I'm a hobbled old man, you know, mm. and that's just, you know, I'm not, I'm, I just stopped this, 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 you know, trying to not be that or, or aspiring to be in some perfect health condition or, and I just accepted that, you know what, this is, maybe this is just me and this is it. And this is, and I was filled with this, un, this sense of just this peace and acceptance of going, you know, well, it's not really what I've been wishing for or longing for or whatnot, but, you know, I haven't, you know, whatever efforts I, I, more active I try to, to be, I end up injuring myself and I go into this thing and I was just like, you know, maybe that's just, just it. And, um, uh, yeah, I felt, yeah, this, this incredible, just this piece of just self-acceptance of, of what is. And, you know, I had a little quiet moment there with God. I'm like, okay, well, you know, we can do this. We can, we can just be this. And I'm sure you'll find a use for me in this state. And I'm just going to, this is just what I am. And I won't be climbing any mountains or that's, that's okay. And I went down and jumped into the lake and, and you know, got my staff and hobbled back up to my campsite. And uh, I sat down there at the picnic table that I had and I'm staring at this little tab <laughs> and I'm about to kind of reach forward to, to pick it up and I'm all of a sudden I'm I was just struck with this this incredible stance that that I'm gonna die. I'm like, I'm gonna if I take this, I'm I'm gonna die right here. And it's not the first time I've had that kind of a that that kind of a profound sense that I'm about to die. And I I generally listen to it when it mm. comes through because it is something about to happen. Wow. And um and um now at this time you see I had a, a uh, I um I'm out in this, this, this campsite and there's no cell service out there. Uh, but somehow magically I was able to receive uh, phone calls, which even got the attention of the, uh, the campsite manager, Wendy, who had come by my campsite earlier the day when I was just sitting there drinking my coffee and wanted to know what the heck kind of wizardry I was up to that enabled me to get a phone call because she had heard me on the phone and, I'm like, well, I, I was somehow able to receive um, a call, Even but I couldn't. Even though it was no service. Oh, I see there's no service. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, um, yeah. And, and the first one that had, had called me was a couple nights earlier was my sister. And I was just like shocked. I'm like, what? My phone's ringing? What? Mm. How's that possible? And um, so... Uh, 
but I'm sitting there. I'm not able. So I'm not able to transmit. I'm not able to call out at all. Uh, I can just apparently magically I can still receive a call. So I'm sitting there at this table and I'm like, okay, I'm about to die. And it's like, do I have any last words for anyone? So kind you were, thing. sorry to interrupt you, but you were like, just, it, it wasn't like, oh, don't take that because it might kill you. That's how I'm hearing it. Like, oh, I better not take this <laughs> because I'm, it's going to kill me. No. But you were just like, oh, I'm going to take this and then I'm going to die. Yeah. And that's how it's going to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was such a, actually it was in such a, a moment of peace and self-acceptance at this point. And, um, I, but I, what kind of went through my mind is, is it, are you ready? You know? Hmm. And, um, and I was like, well, not, not quite yet. Hmm. And so I, um, uh, I did something I've never really done before. And so since I, I couldn't make any calls out, but I, I picked up my phone and I just did these selfie videos and I, and I, um, like a last will and Testament. And so I, you know, messaged to my dad and my mom and my sis and, um, uh, many other thoughts and stuff. And I spent maybe, you know, for about an hour or something, I just, whatever came up, I just made a video of it. And then when I had kind of released everything that I needed to say, I'm like, and there's no password on my phone. So, you know, this phone would get found and those messages ultimately delivered. And, um, and that brought me to even deeper sense of peace. And then I took this tab and, uh, Wow. Yeah. And it took, it actually acted pretty fast. And so, yeah, about, um, within about 30 minutes, um, all of a sudden I felt this quickening and this surge and then boom. And I'm gone. I just boom, came of light. Uh, 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 hit me and I whoop out of body and gone into the cosmos. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so I completely left my body. And uh Do you think uh, that your physical body died? Uh, I didn't have a I have no awareness of what was happening to my body during this time. I it would have been kind of neat if I'd maybe left the video recording going just mm. to see, see what would have happened. But, um, but, you know, I was caught up into the, to the eternal infinite, um, void of, uh, of, of space and no space, no time. And, and, uh, I had an experience there and, it's very difficult. I don't know. I mean, however long that took, but I could have, you know, I don't know how long I was so-called gone. Mm. I have no way to measure that. Um, but, uh, what, um, uh, but in this state I had, um, uh, 
had this, it was like, um, I had this quantum access to my DNA, the DNA of my whole family, um, my whole lineage. And, um, uh, amongst other things. And I was able to kind of look upon myself in this, from this viewpoint, um, that's very difficult to really put into words. I bet, um, yeah. And so even now, here we are, I think, uh, actually a week, one week after mm. this has occurred, and I still very difficult to describe. And, um, but it's culminated with um, a, a, God experience. Really? Yeah. And then I was given a gift. So I was given a gift and um, I know what this gift is. It's the gift of a new body. And I accepted the gift. And then as I did, all of a sudden, whoosh like down the vortex and and I boom and I plummet back to earth and re-enter my body and I open my eyes and I'm like I'm like wow what just happened and I'm like I mean I kind of knew what just happened but whoa and then I'm like wow and all of a sudden I'm back so to speak <laughs> and uh i i picked up the, the my staff that was leaning up against the table there right and i kind of turned around and the oranges i was kind of facing the fire pit in front of me and i was just holding my staff and because this is it's a tool for grounding so you know i'm kind of and diffusing this and I can feel all this energy in me and and so I'm just I gotta it's gotta go somewhere I'm kick off my sandals and just burying my feet in the earth and holding the staff as this energy is like surging for me, through me and as I'm holding the staff I can almost like it felt like a sponge to me I could I can actually I guess I squeeze the staff it's like I could put my fingerprints into the wood it was it was kind of trippy and then I I kind of grabbed both ends of the the staff and I hold it out in front of me and I just bent it I just what just felt ever so slightly and I said bend it it just explodes I mean it just yeah just shatters and yeah splinters just poof and so well, you know, part partially probably thanks to the little tab that I did, I could see the energy waves just exploded right out of it and just ripped right through the forest. And um, the just yeah, the energy just wave that fired off was intense. And now I'm just holding like two, two ends of this what was my staff, and there's 
And then there's just splinters of like gold all over the place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. And I'm like, wow, did that just happen? Wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, p- at first I was just like, kind of, I was like heartbroken because like, yeah, that's an uh, important thing for you. Think, yeah. Right. And, um, and then I, I stood up and I'm holding these two now sticks and they're each about maybe each section is maybe a foot and a half, two feet long, somewhere in there. And if you're familiar with like, um, Kenpo stick fighting, Kenpo stick Mm-mm. fighting, um, Maybe you've seen like um, fire twirlers that have fire swords. You know, yeah. you have dual swords and they like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, there's a kind of a martial art associated with that. Now, I'm well versed with working with like bow staff. So, you know, the staff is my thing and twirl it around and do all kinds of fun tricks and stuff with it. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to do the two double stick, never trained it, never nothing. And I stood up and I'm holding these two sticks and I just start to, and um, and I'm, I just immediately jump right into the flow. Like it brought forth what through this experience I brought in this master that already knows how to do all this. And as I'm doing it, um, I'm seeing this this gift that is given as this of this new body. It's this template that's already it's arrived into this body and it begins to light up. It's actually both hemispheres of my brain and my both sides of my body are working in this perfect unison in this harmony unlike anything I've ever experienced before and I find this balance and then I can feel the surge going all the way through my whole skeleton and um and everything is just lighting up and it's accessing I'm like wow I've been only working with like only at most only half of me at any moment in time like uh you're a of course a gemini and you're a gemini as well there we share the same birthday and it's sort of like well i've got these two halves and are these two twins and i'm either one or the other this was like hey all of a sudden i'm both oh my gosh that's weird wait yeah I'm sorry, but do you remember I sent you a text a couple days after this? And I said, twins. Twins, yeah. When I, I, yeah, and I didn't know why. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so it's like the twins united in me, and it was once one and both. Wow. And the 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 command I could feel over my body was so exquisite. And and uh um and then this lighting up of this template. And then as I'm I'm doing this, then all of a sudden I remember I'm like I'm like, oh I meant to light a fire before I took this freaking tab because it helps to actually balance and process the energies that are coming. Mm. So I'm like, oops, I forgot to light this fire. And um, and uh, so I'm doing the 
the stick thing. And then the park host comes by again, says, Hey, we got a fire. I'm like, what? And next thing you know, this, the whole place looks like freaking Armageddon. It, this, yeah, all the smoke comes in. You can't see 20 feet. Um, yeah. So big forest fire erupts, blows all the smoke in. And I'm like, oops. All right. So I built a quick fire. Talk to the fire. I'm like, hey, calm down. Just chill out. It's okay. <laughs> all right. And then I doused the whole, uh, I just did a really quick one. And I know with the, all the smoke blowing in and everything like that, I'm like, okay, people aren't going to freak out if I'm here building a fire. So I doused it all with water. And then, um, uh, then I, I decided to go and do another dip in the lake. So, but I don't have my staff now, right? So, um, uh, so I'm like, well, it feels kind of weird because I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go hike down the lake and and jump in it, and um, I did. And what was really remarkable about that is I had no pain. Really, I had no pain, no instability, nothing wrong with my. It was like uh, this a whole new body template arrived that is not disabled and I like yeah hiked right down to the lake and hiked back no huffing and puffing no instabilities no nothing no pain no weakness nothing really yeah so you had kind of a new injury or the injury that you had from a couple of weeks prior or a couple of weeks from now, it injured an old injury. Yeah, it was an aggravation of an old injury. Okay, that, so that ultimately it's what why I was actually let out of the military. Yeah, so the whole stuff. thing cleared up. Yeah. This, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you know, I went down to the lake, and and you know, again, it's still looking like Armageddon, all that smoke and everything there. And I jumped in the lake again, came back up uh, to the side, sat down at the table again, and then I just I closed my eyes to um, just to do uh, actually kind of to check out what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm, and I got all this kind of uh, quantum access to all of what's going on in my own energy system, and uh, I do it. 15, 20 minute meditation or something like that. And then I open my eyes and it's freaking clear. Like clear. I mean, there's not a trace of smoke anywhere. It's just, I'm like, wait a second, what? What just happened? I'm like, did I shift different realities or something? I had to talk to somebody else. I'm like, was there, you know, a fire? Was there a fire or something? They're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, yes, there really was a fire and all that. Yeah. Yes, but it just, it did just clear. And, and so it's clear. I felt fine. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to take the rest of the, these sticks, this, 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 the staff, and I took the pieces and I, I placed them into the, into the fire that had, I had completely doused with water. So I all soaked wood and I put these pieces in. And the next thing you know, the whole, that whole fire just boom. It just, on its own? Yeah. Bam. What? Just, yeah. With wet? In a wet? wet. Oh, and my like gosh. Some, so something out of like, 
yeah, like biblical stuff, like Elijah and calling down fire and brimstone or something and lighting the altar on fire. It was nuts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, and then at that point, I, um, that's when I, all of a sudden I got curious and, and uh, anytime I got, I get curious, I tend to think of curious Kara. <laughs> and so I grab my phone and I'm like, you know what? I wonder, I wonder, um, I wonder if we can call out now. And so sure <laughs> enough, I picked up the phone and I dialed you. And um, and sure enough, I was able to make a call out. Now it was, yeah, as as, as you remember, it was a, it was a, it was a very, it was a weak signal, so we couldn't. Uh, but it did, it did. I was it able did. to make a call out. Yeah. And, um, and all I heard was, amazing. And I'm going, what's amazing? I can't <laughs> hear you. What is it? What's amazing, Michael? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm trying to explain it over the phone. And anyways, uh, we eventually did clear that up with a little yeah. bit of humor. Yeah. Um, and um, and then, uh, so then afterwards, I, I you know, I, I experimented a little bit. I shot a few texts out and see if people, and turn off, they go out. Um, I made a few other calls just to, you know, is this actually working, working? And it was. And uh, then, um, and that persisted. Uh, onto the, the rest of the time I was there. So I was like the only dude in the old campsite that had a cell service in a no-cell zone. So so how do you account for that? Uh, well, I can't fully, other than to say that um, that the uh, boost or amplitude of my own energy system was uh, serving as, um, um, yeah, I was like a walking cell tower, if you will. I was able to amplify the signals coming from the phone in order to enable it to work. Mm. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's like I'm um, I acting like an antenna amplifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or a harmonic resonance chamber that enable that phone to work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, That's incredible. Uh, yeah. And so. Um, uh, and of course, um, you know, the next day I, uh, um, uh, I still don't have my staff or whatnot, but I went down to the lake and was a bit curious. I'm like, okay, well, was that just a, you know, did that, uh, healing experience or whatever you want to call it, uh, did that, did it persist or whatnot? Right. And, yeah. And so, and then for the rest of the time of there, yeah, uh, walked down the lake back no issue nothing oh uh, I haven't yeah I haven't felt this strong in years and that's incredible well one of the things this makes me think about is like I was just reading um a couple of days ago about like Jesus's healings you know and and he did many many healings and and so the people who he impacted felt it you know there were really incredible transformative experiences and sometimes they would revert back 
after a while because in the what I was reading about, you know, I'm sure there are lots of of theories as to why, but what what was offered with this text was um, because he would allow this that soul to reach up to his frequency, so he would sort of pull that soul up into a higher frequency, which would allow that healing. And so at that higher frequency, the body was able to heal. Yeah. But sometimes that person couldn't sustain that. So they would come yeah. back down after a time. Right. Um, and I don't know if that is related to kind of, you know, like, because, you know, so you were talking about how you transcended and you were kind of in that God space, you know, in that light and in the cosmos. And, and so when you came back down, it was kind of like in that higher frequency, but, but. Was it temporary? Were you able to hold it? But it sounds like it was truly transformative. It's kind of an ongoing question for me too, because I'm like, okay, well, you know, um, how is the next, uh, the next few weeks, months, years, etc., going to play out? Uh, I mean, even now, right now, I can um, just in mind's eye, I can still see this template within me. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny, I, I really, there was so much effort I put into this staff <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I have some upcoming projects and things that are actually, uh, are pretty important to me. And, um, I had, I was building a staff and, um, to, so I just knew that I was going to need this for what is yet to come, um, which could be goodness gracious what what the, what uh, might even happen in the world and you know it to come you know that's mm-hmm. a and that's a whole nother podcast but um so i knew, had this stand so the kind of the irony is that that was an externalization so the um, really um it wasn't the staff that i need but it was this it's this it was this gift is what i gonna need mm-hmm. going forward and so the staff was just a was actually kind of a tool and and just to make it really clear that it's not the staff, it's the, it's the, what is within me that is what is needed. And then, you know, the staff served its purpose and then it just. Oh, wow. Done. Well, I know like in the yogic tradition, there were, you know, sages throughout time who carried a staff as a representation of the spine. So that uh-huh. in remembrance of the importance of the spine, and to always keep that connection. So to have, just as you're saying, but like as a deliberate, like this keeps me connected to my spine as a physical, a physicality, physical representation of that which I am, which is, you know, mm-hmm. that the importance of the spine as an energy, you know, as our energy center. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and the yeah, and the staff can be a, it's it you know it's, it's yeah it has a long history in both um, you know in uh, mythology, fantasy, and reality uh, as a mm-hmm. as a very important tool, um, you know for uh, yeah for focusing our energy, for sure. So do so, you do you see yourself stumbling upon another staff, or are your staff days behind you? I don't know. Mm. I still have my backup if I need to. And it's kind of funny. I haven't really hardly touched it since. I mean, I pulled it out once and 
I was walking around with it and it actually kind of felt weird. Mm. It's interesting because I, you know, I've had a staff with me now for the last 10 years. Mm. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, it's fascinating. So, yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was quite an experience and, you know, I've been longing for a breakthrough of this thought for quite some time. I didn't, and you get, you know, you can kind of chase it, but it happens when it's, when it's ready to happen. And I, the, I'd kind of like to maybe kind of wrap this up with, with, uh, uh, a little bit more details of what was actually happened or what presented itself. Um, you know, when I first stepped out on the property, it was that there was this, uh, what I was seeking is, uh, was inside my pain, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, so the way everything kind of played out here, that the first real step was this acceptance. And, you know, how do you look inside of your pain? That's, you know, you can sit with it, whatnot, but it really came down to just accepting it. And is that acceptance? And as I accepted that, you know, it's, it's weird or it's not, it's a little bit different than say resignation. I wasn't like, Oh, I'm resigning myself to, uh, you know, to a life of pain. It was just accepting that this is what is. Mm-hmm. And so in this self acceptance and when, um, when I left my body then I saw this really, really clearly cause I could, I saw my pain body and in that pain body um there was a shadow and it's a that which we might call the devil and this is a and this is the kind of the this is what was so i hate to kind of spoil it but it was uh, in the movie revolver was it's kind of like, where's the, where does the devil reside? Well, it resides in the last place you're ever going to look. So the devil, the shadow, is residing inside of our pain because that's where we don't want to look. Mm. And so in the acceptance of um, my condition, my situation, my, my, who I am, pain and all, um, disability and all, then uh, I was able to see into my pain and see the the shadow or see the devil inside. And uh, like a like a shadow though, um, once it's once the light of awareness looks directly upon it it cannot exist you turn on the light 
the shadow doesn't fight the light. The shadow just poof. And so the moment I looked and saw it, it disappeared. Mm. And just like a flash and it's gone. And in its place, that's where I found God. Mm. And this, you know, it would make sense that this, the devil is the, it is the veil that with obfuscates that, 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 uh, the, the shadow that obscures us from seeing the, the truth of who we, who we really are. And so, um, and once it's gone, then we see what is eternal and has always been there. And, and um, that's when I received the gift. Wow. And it's certainly, um, um, here I am, uh, you know, a week later and, uh, what's really on my heart is I, is, you know, I don't know how necessarily other than, you know, sharing and maybe inspiring and, um, encouraging, um, uh, what, you know, self-acceptance, I guess is the first step to, to this, um, but I would wish with all my heart that each and every one of us here um, would have the same experience, not same, same, each in their own way, um, but to, yeah, to be able to accept themselves, look within their pain and dispel the devil within so that they too, yeah, can see God face to face. Wow. Thank you, Michael. That's what do I even say? Oh my goodness. <laughs> really just beautiful and amazing. And thank you so much for sharing such a, an important, um, I mean, beyond important for you, but just hearing it, hearing it again, you know, it, I can feel a resonance in my own energy being and in the heart just it's just coming through so strongly with you that um, I have no doubt that it will affect other people who listen as well. So thank you. So many blessings for sharing this with us. Oh, and welcome and thank you for listening. And, and um, yes, uh, many blessings to um, uh, whoever receives this message. And uh, uh, I love you all. Mm -hmm. I'm rooting for y'all. All right. And uh, uh, God bless us all. Thank you, Michael. And thank you for listening. I, um, I encourage you to notice how you feel. Um, anytime that uh, I've had Michael on here, I can feel an energetic shift, and particularly uh, with this episode, I just feel this like bonfire in my heart. I was telling him after we stopped recording that um, I just feel this like fire in the heart after listening to that story and hearing just being in his energy. So um, enjoy that. It's such a blessing. Um, and... I uh, 
Again, I thank you for listening. If there are others who you think would benefit from this, um, please do share it. It's, it, it is important. So, um, it's important for others to hear and be immersed in this. Um, he's doing some, some really amazing things. So, um, yeah, I, I look forward to the next meditation conversation. Mm-hmm.